1: So, I'm here at the Peter Drucker Forum in Vienna uh, with Jean-Dominic Senar of Michelin and Namita Narka to talk about work, careers and leadership. Um, Namita, perhaps you could just introduce yourself, say who you are and what you do.
2: I'm Namita uh, and I come from India. I'm working in, as a marketing manager for Abbott in the medical devices division for structural heart and I take care of the entire valve division for the marketing function for India and
1: subcontinent. Okay, Jean-Dominique, would you like to introduce yourself?
3: Well, I'm Jean-Dominique Sonnard. I am uh, currently uh, Chief Executive Officer of the Michelin Group, um, and uh, I've been in that position for the last seven years.
1: So one of the reasons for talking is to get an idea really about how work and careers have changed over the years. And so, Jean-Dominique, for you, first of all, I mean, when you were at Namita's stage, working your way up through... Uh, a number of French multinationals uh, in various roles. How did you see your future work life evolving?
3: Well, it's always a difficult question to answer because uh, circumstances change. Probably the the, the feeling that uh, I had at that time would have been slightly different today. But still, at that time, I have to tell you, I had only one certainty, is that I wanted to um, live my professional life in the industry globally in industrial world. Why? Um, I didn't have anything against banks or finance and but there was a very special feature to that is that I felt and I think I was right that the industrial world globally is putting the emphasis on human relationship probably more strongly than any other area of the professional life. There is this sort of human link warmness of the relationship in industry, in a plant that you never find in other places. So probably that was a sort of unconscious feeling that told me, well, industry is probably the way you want to go. And I, I think that was the guideline. The rest was more, at that time, questioning about what do you really mean by human relationship? What, what is the, the reality of life in professional environments? These questions were not answered. Perhaps I was lucky enough, by the way, to start my career as a young executive um, from almost scratch, and then move along at the different steps. That taught me a lot, uh, actually, what needed to be done and what needed to be avoided.
1: (laughs) And, Namita, you're at an earlier stage of your career, obviously. How do you see your career? evolving you're based in Mumbai at the moment but you're working for a multinational so there are global opportunities probably.
2: Uh, Well I'll just to take you a brief you know I mean I I am from the engineering background I did my biomedical engineering but for some reasons for some unavoidable reasons I had to be in uh, IT sector you must have seen I, I spent three years there but I realized one thing that my true calling was somewhere in the healthcare only. So I I did, I somehow navigated to the industry for three years, the IT industry, to which I later realized that this is where I really want to be. Healthcare of course being its own, the industry has its own dynamic and um, I found it a very powerful uh, sector mainly because I thought I could see my colleagues, I could see my friends who are working, they had the potential to have, their work could have impact, okay, whether you are in the R&D industry, whether you are in the sales force, marketing force whatever you do, you could have an impact, which initially in my career stages, I was not seen. I was uh, just a part of the masses, which I was not really enjoying at all. There was no inspiration. So that's what got me here. Initially, now I've been with Abbott for one year, okay? And the, this is my first MNC, multinational company in healthcare industry. And what I see the difference, you know, I mean, from my previous experience to this is, I had been doing more of tactical projects in one corner of the world, in, one, in some part of the country, but that's not what I really want to do. I really want to get on a larger scale. So if you ask me where do I see myself in maybe two years or three years down the line, I'm taking myself there where I could start to get to lead at least some unit of the business, probably at an APAC level. It may sound very uh, silly of me or maybe naive of me to say this today, but that's how I'm looking forward to it, step by step.
1: Let me explore a little bit this idea of of getting something that's more meaningful from your work. Because you're in your early 30s, that is a generation that we hear has more, pays more attention to the sort of purpose of work and the meaning of work. I mean, Jean-Dominique, when you started your career, was that something that you were consciously thinking about? What will work mean? What can I change in the world?
3: Well, I think to be quite candid and honest, it was probably not at the time the first thought that comes around in your mind, because the circumstances were just different. We were living in a world where command and control was probably the rule of the game. And honestly, nobody was really thinking about anything else. Only perhaps small experiences or human experiences in some departments and areas, but nothing structural. Now, it came with time, and I tell you, after 10 or 15 years of experience, I started thinking to myself, wow, from what I've seen, there are things we should never do again. And slowly but surely, something became very strong in myself, in my mind, And I thought, well, if someday I am in charge, I will certainly do everything I can not to repeat what I've learned that should never be done and probably start thinking about, I would say, purpose. Giving sense to what you're doing and sharing it with the people around you. That was missing, you know, that was really missing in the years 80s.
1: Do you have a sense, Namita, that this way of leading that uh, Jean-Dominique's describing is being applied in companies that you're familiar with or that you've seen? Do you feel that there's more opportunity to, to work in the way that you want to work?
2: Yes. I mean, uh, I am probably just seven years old in the corporate industry, okay. the, the multinationals I've been associated with. But I myself can see the radical change you know, in the way people are being managed. Nobody wants to be managed at the moment. We all want to be inspired. We all want to have a leader who is equally inspiring and we want to look forward to him. Uh, workforce today, I mean, the way they keep calling us millennials, you know, they want to be associated with something inspirational. They are constantly seeking for inspiration, and we want to be associated with brands or companies that match our progressive values. And that is the only driving force that we have. I mean I, I am telling you from my personal experience, if I'm so happy a particular month, I, I spend too much of travelling time and I've been hopping in cities and countries at times but and I'm so happy at the end of the day, I'm so happy that I am, yes I know what I'm doing, I know what I have to do tomorrow, I know what I am looking forward to. I mean my paycheck or my salary is just a byproduct, and I feel so happy about it. So I can see the change happening but yes, I also see some drawbacks wherein this is not yet widely applicable. There are people who do not still follow, there are some managers who want to go by conventional standards of leading people, which sometimes disappoints us.
3: It's fascinating to hear what you say because it's exactly what's plain now to the crowds when they ask me to talk about it, but I, I speak in my, my own mind what millennials today say. Is, I'm happy to hear you say that, because at least it's not me who says it, and, and at the end of the day, The important factor is yes millennials want that you're absolutely sure about that uh, sense of history where are we going the pole star you know things like that much more important than just salary or whatever (laughs) but the others also you know those who are already in professional life for years are so happy to learn that now things will move and they were so frustrated for so many years i can feel that in my own company the young uh, generation is, is absolutely in the mindset of what you do but the others are becoming so fan about these purpose issues the sense of what we're doing etc that when I organized the, the work and tried to describe the purpose of the company, it took me two years, you know, coming from the very uh, bottom-up of the company, which is a company of 120,000 people everywhere in the world. Everybody worked on that, etc. It was an incredible period yeah. where the young generation was, of course, very uh, strong and, and motivated, but the rest of the group was chose, decided to, to, to really jump into that exercise and it has changed the engagement of people in the company in a way that you cannot imagine. I was yes. I'm so happy to hear you uh, expressing this mindset um, and, and uh, if, if we are able altogether together to sort of launch this uh, worldwide change of, of mindset and influence the other businesses to get the move on, as I said this morning in the meeting, make sure you've got a purpose, because people think they have, they have not, and they even haven't worked on that, you know. And when the people question themselves, they say, my God, my job, what are we doing? You know, If you do that, if you start moving that, and things are, are now changing quickly, well, I think we will win uh, the game.
1: Namita, what is one thing that you would say to future leaders about something they need to do differently? We've touched on purpose. Are there other things that you feel, in order for you to have the career that you've described that you would want people who lead you and possibly yourself if you become a leader as you wish to be uh, something you would want to do differently?
2: Okay now there are two things I would say first is in today's world the recognition is given to great companies or leaders to those who are mission driven than who are just bottom line driven. I see the difference in my in my teams you know we we do not like it when we are just changing numbers when we have a larger mission it gives a more sense of purpose to work every day second thing I want to bring is that I believe that energy would outlast intellect and we are all being paid for the energy we get to the workplace so the future anatomy of a leader if I would say is he has to be very very energized very very motivated only then can he fuel that change he wants to bring in at the workplace
1: Jean-Dominique, do you have one piece of advice for Namita, drawn from your career? You're coming to the end of your leadership career at Michelin, certainly. Yes,
3: certainly, yes, for Michelin. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I I think I could perhaps just leave you with one or two major lessons that I've learned in the past years. First, never or try to never get out of your convictions. If you have a straight line, your beliefs, Try never to get out of that. If you do, you start losing, because then you wonder, what have I done? It's tough sometimes, but if you stick to it, you will always win. So keep the straight line of what you feel in your guts, you know, yeah. about what should be done and should not be done, especially when it comes to people. Okay? The second one is more you know, basics. Not always easy to do, but I think you could understand what I say. When your career evolves, make sure that you're surrounded by people that are more skillful than you are in each and every domain that you will give them to work upon. Okay, If you do that, you will be the king and the queen of the world. <laughs> just
2: I'd just like to add if I. Uh, there was one discussion that happened today morning, and they said Dalai Lama's way of management is more over usage of the phrase, I don't know. And that will only take you to a lot of learning. Uh, I have a question to you, sir. When you mm-hmm. were at my age, mm-hmm. How did you discover your true north? How do you know? Yes, now I know life is all about choices we make. Okay, sometimes you get to do, you, you are just put into a circumstance or a situation, right. and the only thing you can do is probably just give your best to it. Exactly. However, if you had to make a choice or if you had to discover where you want to go, how did you make that choice when you were in your younger years in your career?
3: Wow. Um, again, probably surprise you by saying so. Um, I had some convictions, perhaps through my education, my parents or whatever. And I happen to have been able to stick to that without really changing. But where things are probably surprising is that I didn't really plan for a real career. You can have dreams, you can have sort of visions, you would see yourself in certain situations. But you know, you should not plan it too much. Because life is what it is, it brings you tremendous surprises and you just have to be pragmatic enough to be there and when you're called upon a task just be there and do it, you know. You cannot imagine, and you will be surprised in the coming years how much life just brings you you know, incredible situations where you wouldn't have even thought, you know, six months before to be in and you're there. Probably, you know, some sign of Providence at some point that take cares about you. But if you plan it too much, you have to be absolutely sure that you're going to be wrong. You know? <laughs> and then you will be horribly frustrated because then you have missed everything you get had it, thought about. So it. don't be too scared about that. Get Just it. go your way, get you know. And Providence will make sure that you will be at the right
1: place. <laughs> Namita, you get the last word here. Do you have one piece of advice for Jean Dominique about his future career? <laughs> well, <gasps>
2: Uh, Now that I know that he's soon going to end his uh, leadership term, that is your CEO term, Mm -hmm. we would like, uh, why not the youngsters, the generation, benefit from what you've learned all these years? That's nice. Yeah, I mean, we would like to hear more of you, either in form of academia, either in form of lectures, your visits. But yes, I mean, you've you've amassed a lot of knowledge. You've You've led a very broad and a wider life. And why not we learn and benefit
3: from it? very kind. I try to do my best. (laughs) Thank you both very much.
0: Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast.